Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. That looks like we have uh, in studio one of the parliamentary uh, uh, people who is running for for parliament um, for the Congress of the People. Cope. Uh, it's Jared Delport. And uh, if you want to uh, ask him any questions, oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine. That's the WhatsApp SMS us on three four five one nine. If you got in any questions for Cope. Uh, we were happy to take it. Jared, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on Chai FM. Thank you so much for having me, Benji, and uh, Shaq to all your listeners. Thank you so much. Yes, end of Passover is uh, something which is excellent. Now, Jared, um, how did you uh, come to be in COPE? Uh, what was your journey to the party? You know, I've been politically active for, I'd say, 10 years now, since I was about 16. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was in a, a different party for quite some time and, um, you know, I'm a classical liberal. I believe in the ideas of liberalism and the constitution. And I think it was towards the end of 2017, Jacob Zuma was in power at the height of state corruption and state capture and, you know, all those things that defined his presidency. And I, um, actually sent a message to President Lakota on Twitter and I said, look, what can I do to be involved in fighting for the constitution? And he responded to me directly. He said, well, you know, Here's my number. Let's chat. And uh, since then, I've been a, a loyal member of the party. So it's interesting, I think, you, you know, to start off there when you talk about the Constitution, you talk about Terra Lakota, because I think that uh, perhaps in the last five years, nothing has been more defining for a political party on an issue than, than Terra Lakota stood up in Parliament and said the land wasn't stolen and we can't change the Constitution. And I think he's taken an enormous amount of flack for having done that. Uh, and, and yet a lot of people really applauded that very full-throated defense of the Constitution. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested how you see that having played out in the party since he made that uh, made that statement. Well, you know, COPE's been a constitutionalistic party or a party that believes in the Constitution since, since its inception in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of our pillars that we believe in in our party policies. It's the Constitution first and the Constitution always. So when he stood up and said no to expropriation without compensation, it wasn't just out of the blue. It's not to gain votes. President Lakota truly believes in the Constitution. And COPE believes in the Constitution. So we're saying there's no reason to expand this whole idea of expropriation without compensation because, quite frankly, it makes absolutely no sense. It makes no economic sense. It makes no sense in, in terms of, of giving back to those who um, who were affected by the horrendous apartheid regime. We are saying that the, the Constitution works in its present form. Mm-hmm. So let's use the Constitution to to to, to fix the issues that, that we face as a nation. And um, Mr. Lakota... I know him on a personal level. Level is a is an is a constitutionalist. He believes in the founding documents of the and the founding principles of the Constitution. And everywhere he goes in his left pocket, his left breast pocket, he carries a copy of the Constitution. So yeah, you know, it's it's not again. It's, it wasn't an out of the blue decision for Cope to take the stance on the Constitution. It's always been one of our our, our core principles. Okay, so that's uh, I think uh, I think interesting and something that people would have known from 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 watching certainly uh, Lakota. Uh, one of the challenges that COPE has had uh, in in its you guys have been around nearly ten years now uh, is that it started off it got nearly fifteen percent of the vote if I'm not mistaken uh, in the seven point six five seven point six five two thousand nine um, and and in fact this is actually uh, it's coming through now uh, someone has sent an SMS but I'll I'll hock it onto the question right so so there was this very large electoral victory 
uh, and then and sort of then, then then sort of chaos basically in the party where no one quite managed to understand who was who in the zoo, uh, and and it seems to have affected the party's performance certainly in Parliament, but also uh, one of the SMSs in here from Steve, thank you Steve, saying that they had not seeing that many billboards, not many street poles compared with other parties. So, you know, I think a lot of people would support. Support cope because they like what you're saying, but they're a little bit concerned to trust you with their vote because of what's what happened in the in the past. So, well, how is that an issue for you guys? Sure, hundred percent. Look, in 2009, we were trusted by over a million South Africans uh, with their vote, and and we really were a party, and we still are a party of the future. Um, and in, in 2014, you know, we did dip below um, those 36 seats that we won in 2009, but we are on a path of renewal. You know, our motto for this election is giving South Africa a fresh start. But we've also had our Damascus moment in, in Cope. We've learned from our mistakes, and there were individuals who were in the party who were not really aligned to our ideals, and we've rooted them out. We've rooted out any kind of corrupt officials that might have existed in our party. There are no questions over leadership. Mr. Lakota was elected um, unopposed as, as leader of the party at our, um, our conference in uh, Bloemfontein earlier this year. So we're united behind our president. We're united behind our leadership. Um, and, you know, the thing is that people talk about billboards, and I hear this quite often here, Benji, because people will say, but I don't see your posters out there. How can we vote for you? The ANC's got a billion rand election budget. We can't compete with that. Number mm-hmm. one, I don't think that billion rand is all um, funding that is necessarily above the table and above the board. So, right. But that's an issue for another you know, discussion. Um, our, our budget is obviously a lot less than that. But we're taking the campaign to the people. I mean, our president and our leadership, um, they're often in, in towns and, and villages and, and, and across the big cities over the weekends, during the week. Um, I try to be very present on social media. Um, you can contact me at any time. Um, you're welcome to send me a DM, slide into those DMs political discussion either on Twitter or Facebook um, so you know the, the very aspect of political campaigning has changed in South Africa mm-hmm. it's not about wearing a lovely cravat that says vote cope and handing out t-shirts with, with social media being in, in the position that it is now you've actually got to take the campaign to social media and take it to the people as opposed to people coming to the campaign. So it's very interesting how that, that dynamic has, or how that has shifted. I don't know if you've noticed, but since from 2014 to 2019, social media has become probably the biggest platform in, in terms of getting uh, messages out there from political parties. Very, very interesting. Yes, the social media, uh, somebody referred to it the other day as the socialist media, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) we won't talk about that. (laughs) But we will take a a quick break and uh, when we come back, we'll speaking again to Jared Dolput. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. It looks like. 101.9 101.9 Hi FM, I'm Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Talking today to Jared Dalport from the Congress of the People as part of our ongoing election coverage in the, on the way to elections 2019. Now Jared, uh, it's interesting. Often I see Cope described as a social democratic party. Uh, you yourself described yourself as a classic liberal. Economically speaking, what does the party stand for? Well, you know, I, I don't want to use the term capitalistic society because right. I think that it's an outdated term. But we believe that the market should be free to choose. We believe that the, the market should be open. We don't believe in overregulation of the economy. Once a government gets involved in the economy, it's, it, that's the start of Venezuela slash Zimbabwe, um, fiscal and economic downfall of that state. So we think that if you leave it up to the private sector, 
the policies that are put in place by a competent, non-corrupt government will ensure that the people thrive. Um, but also at the same time, that doesn't mean that we don't want government to be involved at all. Obviously, you need some kind of um, government capacity in the economy, but we don't want a stranglehold of government in the economy. Okay, that's uh, very interesting. Um, here is somebody else who sends an SMS, and thank you so much, everyone. I, I really appreciate the fact that people are are questioning our guests when they come in because that's the only way to really understand what they're about. Definitely. Uh, haven't signed said I saw a stat that only two million people follow EFF, ANC, and DA collectively on social media. Is it is it really? Uh, that powerful in South Africa? I think the question is, is Twitter real life? That's always the question. No, Twitter's not real life because if Twitter was real life, Julius Malema would be president of South Africa. And I don't, right. I, I, there's a lot of uh, EFF and ANC supporters who think that retweets translate, translate into votes. They absolutely do not. Um, but the thing is that with the social media, you know, well, social media as a whole growing as it is and access to internet and Wi-Fi becoming the norm, people are seeing messages of political parties come out. So sure, you know, only 2 million people follow the ANCDA and, and the ANC collectively on Twitter. But, um, for example, on Facebook, we've got just over 400,000 likes on our, our Cope page. And last week, um, we had a, a, an engagement of just over a million. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- from from that perspective, it's it's great that people are getting involved. I think that it doesn't matter who you engage with politically as a, as a South African voter. I'd prefer for you to engage with Cope and vote for Cope. But you need to engage in the political discourse that is our, our, our country and our dispensation. Okay, no, that's interesting. Now, one of the things which uh, certainly I've always appreciated from COPA as a Jewish community is that whenever we have marches or statements, uh, you know, we often have had to do marches to the union buildings or to uh, various departments, uh, particularly uh, Terra Lakota, but COPE in general has always been very supportive of that. Why, why does COPE have this more pro-Israel line? Well, you know, the thing is that the Congress of the People as a political party believes that Israel is the holy and eternal homeland of the Jewish people, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. But at the same time, you know, we're trying to engage with people from across the the demographic divide that is South Africa. The Rainbow Nation is what it is because of the people that make it up. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we meet with Jewish community leaders and and the Jewish community as a whole, it's because we, we want to hear your concerns. We want to address your concerns. And the Jewish community has concerns that might be different to a community elsewhere in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So we, we want that engagement. I myself um, would describe myself as a Zionist. I believe that, that Israel has absolutely the right to exist and should exist um, as, it, as it presently stands. But we need to look at political parties and say we can't have this, this constant choice between the ANC being pro-Palestinian and the DA being pro-Israel. Um, um, we, we need to look at ways that... Um, benefit the people of South Africa and benefit the communities on the international stage at the same time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, uh, and certainly given uh, Israel's potential to support South Africa in all sorts of ways, I think that that's very, very important. We really appreciate the Jewish community support. Um, we, 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 could, we wouldn't be where we are today without it. Now, so you talk about social media, you talk about all sorts of things, people wanting to look at uh, COPE potentially as their vote. Uh, what, you know, where can people find out what can they, what, what you know, where can they find out more information? Well, you're welcome to follow the COPE Twitter page, COPE underscore SA. Um, the Facebook page is the Con- uh, COPE Congress of the People. Uh, Mr. Lakota is TM Lakota on Twitter. Um, and he also engages with voters 
um, as himself on Twitter. So he's always willing to respond to messages. Might just take him a bit of time because he's inundated, but he's always happy to chat and, and sit. And um, yeah, you can give us a, a follow on, on on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. You can give me a follow as well, Jared underscore Delport. And um, yeah, let's get let's get discussing and let's talk about the future of this country. Indeed. Thank you so much, Jared. Good luck with the rest of your campaign, and thank you so much for coming on KFM. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Jared Delport there from COPE. That brings us to the end of the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Mandy, who does the production, Lucy, who is uh, does the post-production, and Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. Uh, we'll be back next week with the New Blue Review. Looking forward to it already.